You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert. And today we're talking about staying sane in the insanity. Last week, we talked with Robert Spaulding about uncomfortable truths and uncertain times. And, and, and we discussed his book, Stealth Wars, and, and, and sort of this, this power play of political leadership and governments. And, and it was an interesting kind of deviation um, from our typical topics. And the reason why we brought it in was, was this concept of awareness, right? And making sure that, you know, how do we walk kind of in the world, but, um, but still maintain our connection to the divine and our ability to navigate while not denying the fact that these other things are, um, or at least appear to be going on, you know, what, what does that look like? And, and, and how do we balance the levels of awareness of what's happening in the world with what we know to be true in terms of universal truth. And sometimes it's hard to keep those things straight and to keep um, certain aspects at bay with it. So today we're going to talk about some of the techniques that we use with clients that we utilize ourselves to, to stay in that higher frequency, to stay connected to the divine, even in the midst of, of, you know, information or events or, or, or whatever it might be that that's, that we tend to feel energetically bombarded by, and that's when the deviation from that center, right? That that moral compass that we talked about, that center space, your own um, kind of home frequency that, that that you can relax into. All we have to do is deviate in the most minute sense, in the you know the smallest fraction away from that center, and it's easier and easier and easier to get pulled off track with it. Um, so we'll go over some of that. Um, but before we go into the break here today, let, let's, I, I just want to plant this seed of, of the trepidation that we tend to experience when we start talking about um, reality, about the world, about changing the world, about, um, you know, what happens when we uh, really truly align with the divine, you know, and, and I do think that that apprehension keeps a lot of people out of the game because there's this inherent collective belief that somehow if we don't stay completely entrenched into the world that, that we'll disapparate, right. Or we'll just poof and we're gone. Like, uh, you know, our, 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 our Jedi robes are going to kind of just flitter down to the rock and, and, and we just go into the force. Um, the it, yes, for sure. There there are depictions of that. We have stories of that. We have witness accounts of things like that occurring. And if if you're like us, you know, most of us are pretty clear that there's some work. There's some um, doingness. Excuse me. Some <clears throat> creating. Some making. Some building. Some whatever here that that you know may keep us busy for at least the foreseeable future. And and so recognize that we don't know exactly what's going to unfold. We may have a very clear sense of um, a picture, of a vision, but ultimately our human aspects are kind of along for the ride with that. And so so don't get overwhelmed by this notion of like, oh, what's going to happen? And, and can I keep my family? And, and do I, you know, are people going to think I'm a freak? And, and, and all of these other things. When you arrive in a particular place, locale, kind of frequency, space, 
a level, whatever you want to call it, you're ready for it. And the world rearranges itself around you in support of it. It only feels daunting prior to that place, right? And, and, and that's the preparation phase. And so as you look ahead to like, what does it look like to kind of walk this world as an aspect of the divine and in total trust with, with God, with spirit, with source, allow your kind of exploration of the fears that are involved in that or the apprehensions involved in that to, to come to the surface, take a look at them because they are collective. They, they, these are ones that we share about what this journey looks like. And we have enough um, kind of stories of what happens when people step outside of the norm that, that, that it can feed um, our resistance and in, in stepping into those spaces. So I just wanted to plant that seed before we move too deeply into the conversation of, you know, how to really kind of start the practice of this work. Um, if you're interested in, in, in more of, of this kind of work and the training and the study, I highly recommend you check out our superpower programs. They're really fantastic programs walking you into this stuff, supporting you in your walk. A lot of you have been doing this journey for a while and you're ready for the culmination. You're ready for the integration. Um, if that feels like you and you'd like to kind of get on with it already, right? Um, then check out the programs and see if perhaps they, they might feel supportive to you at this stage of your growth. You can go to superpowerexperts.com and uh, click on the programs tab and you'll be directed there. Stay with us, folks. When we come back, we're going to talk about some ways that you can walk through the world and not be uh, consumed by it. You know, how to, you know, we're talking today about staying sane in the insanity. So stick with us and we'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality here on the Superpower Up Network. I'm Tonya Don Rekla, and we're talking today about staying sane in the insanity this is piggybacking off of last week's episode of Uncomfortable Truths in Uncertain Times with Robert Spaulding. And, and it's a, you know, a little unusual for me to have a, a retired brigadier general on the podcast um, talking about things like um, government power plays and, and, and political moves and that type of stuff. But inherent in that conversation is this kind of where are we placing our trust Right. What, what are we looking to for our security? What are we what are we um, where are we cutting corners, perhaps um, that, that we don't really want to admit when it comes to how we operate here? Right. There's there's a, the, the walk with the divine is a very methodical, um, gentle, easy kind of pretty no nonsense type of walk. And when we feel the. Um, let's just say the, I'll call it the friction. Um, when we feel that friction that comes when we're butting up against like 
um, activated energies, right? Um, those are catalysts to, to move us into particular directions. If, if we ignore those and just seek to kind of alleviate whatever the immediate stressor might be, whether it's um, really, really wanting to buy something, really, really wanting to um, you know, make money, really, really wanting to cut corners in your business and then to cut some costs, like really, really wanting um, you know, the things that our human aspects want, when we pursue those to the detriment of the guidance we're being given from spirit, there are consequences to that. And it's not as simple as saying that this way of doing things is bad, or this way of doing things is bad, or if you do business in this way, you're bad, or if you um, ignore these signs or aren't paying attention to current affairs and all these other things, and somehow you're less than. It, it's really not that simple. And I think that's why this work frustrates so many people because it is vague, purposely so, because we are trying to understand it from filters that we created that were framed up in the world. So it's like, how do you look critically at something using the same mechanisms that you learned from that something? It doesn't make a lot of sense. We have to look at where we're placing our agency. Otherwise, we're just rationalizing bad behavior over and over and over again. If we look at where we place our agency and we find an ability to kind of tap into those intuitive channels that are direct sources to God, to spirit, we see very differently. And it doesn't make any logical sense in the world. It's never going to. Um, not until we're able to fully integrate those two elements and recognize that one is a reflection of the other. And yet how we traverse it kind of has to get twisted and turned and, and, and put on top of its head. So how do you walk into that? Right. It, obviously this sounds very abstract and surreal. And this is where most of the time people kind of throw their hands up and like, Oh, forget it. This is too hard. It's not hard. It's actually the easiest, most natural, um, free-flowing, graceful existence you can possibly imagine. The hard part is breaking through everything that's keeping you entrapped to something else. And so one of the techniques that you can easily use is you're wanting to kind of lean a lot uh, more, more deeply into the walk with the divine is in every situation, ask yourself the, these really crucial questions. Um, you know, who's, who's present here, right? So if you're talking, if you're having a conversation with somebody, ask, like, who is speaking right now? Not the other person. You know, we're not concerned with that. Who of you, right? Which aspect of you is speaking in every moment? There are little indicators about whether you've allowed spirit to speak through you or whether you're clinging to control of your faculties and, and allowing the human to use your mouth and gestures and everything else. If you let your human speak, then human results are what you receive. If you let the divine speak through you, then divine results are what you receive. It's pretty simple, folks. That's why it's not hard. We're just stubborn. And we're stubborn because we don't understand it. And we don't understand it because we're operating as our humans. And our humans can't understand it until we fully lean into it and invite them along on that journey. It's so different than those of you who are walking the world, assisting others in connecting with the divine, but a lot of you aren't doing that within yourselves. It's, you have to, it, it, there's an internal external kind of, we call it the inside out game. And so 
that's that's where we start with our clients is like who is showing up right now in this conversation and then and then from there it's like how is that showing up right and 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 what that does is it tells us what the motivations are behind the words or behind the actions and that's that goes back to what i was saying a moment ago it's not as simple as saying this is good to do and this is bad to do spirit is really funky in the sense that it It'll, it'll have you doing things that it's like, wait, but isn't this like not what we were supposed to be doing? Isn't this opposite of what I was, what I was taught or, or I went to that um, spiritual retreat and they said that all spiritual people do this and this isn't that. So I must not be spiritual. Right. I mean, it's so toxic when we put those labels on things like it, it doesn't matter folks, every explanation about good bad, right, wrong, anything else is of this world. And this world is constructed. Therefore, those answers that you're seeking in the world are also constructed. They are designed for specific reasons and not for truth. We play with them. We use them. Spirit uses them. But that can't be where you're looking for truth. And if we don't know where to look for truth, right, that's really what's at the heart of the fear behind this whole fake news kind of concept is what we're really afraid of is we don't know where to go for truth. And every, every time we turn around, it, something's getting contradicted or something's be, I mean, the deception that's happening, whether wittingly or unwittingly is ridiculous. And, and to think that you can turn on social media or, or mass media, either one and get truth is absurd. And, and that's not new. This isn't, oh, you know, where the depravity is increasing. Like, this has been forever, right? Because understand this, like, truth exists at a space of knowingness. The second we think it, it changes it. it, it we have to do those processes, but that's not truth. And, and those of you who play with these concepts know what I'm talking about. In truth, it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lightness to it. There's a flow. There's movement. It's wispy. Like, you can't really grab it, right? But you know. The second you try too hard to think about it, you bastardize it. Uh, and, and we have to, right? Because that, that's how we build constructs and frameworks and everything else. But it, it doesn't mean that we don't play with it. But what it means is recognize it for what it is. Um, Neva the other day came up with something so incredibly brilliant. We were talking and um, I could, there, there, she wasn't really in favor of the conversation happening in that moment. And she was doing a great job of not, communicating verbally the thoughts that were running amok in her head, but she was communicating them through thought energy. And so when I called her out on it and, and I said, yeah, you know, you don't at your, her stage of development, I'm like, you don't, you don't get credit for not speaking it. Like I can hear you, you know? And so she kind of, you know, and she's very graceful. Actually, she receives um, lessons better than it and integrates them quicker than anybody I've ever seen. But, um, but she, you know, after after she kind of got that piece uh, back in 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 alignment, she she said, "I get it, yeah. Think before you think, right?" And it was just, you know, in her own brilliant way, it was like, "Wow, that's pretty freaking brilliant." And, you know, it's it we we've moved as a collective beyond think before you speak, right? Those are rudimentary practices. Think before you think, and what you can be thinking about is, who are you right now? Who's doing the thinking? Um, and if we don't take a hard look at that, then then all we're doing is manipulating ourselves. 
to come out of that manipulation, you have to be willing to let go and allow spirit to inform the dialogue. That's really the only way anything ever changes. And, and, and it's the secret to staying sane amidst the insanity in the chaos, right? There's, there's one really easy path to navigate through all of this, but you have to be willing to not present as the aspect of you that you've, for the most, most of your life, have thought yourself to be. It's kind of a trippy thing. So to stay sane in the midst of all of this, keep in mind this concept of who am I being? Who is speaking right now? Who am I presenting as? You know, find something that works for you, maybe um, different language or whatever resonates. But essentially what you're trying to get to is, am I showing up as an aspect of the divine? And here's, here's a secret, folks. If your body's twitching, if your throat feels tighter, if you um, don't feel just absolute love for the person that you're talking with, um, to include yourself if you're having an internal conversation, then it's a good indicator that spirit's not communicating through you, and that spirit's not com- informing anything in that moment. When we constrict, we shut that off on purpose. It's a protective mechanism. So if you're, you have to be able and willing to observe yourself in these processes and, and, and look at, oh, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel that open because, because our initial reaction is to be like, oh, I'm fine. I'm in a high frequency. What are you talking about? Like, of course I'm communing with spirit. Da, 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 da. Well, I could probably name 50 indicators in, in that little example alone that, that tell us who this person is actually communicating as. That's what you have to be willing to discern for yourself. Um, long before you can help anybody else with this stuff. If you if you aren't picking up on your own sensitivities and subtle indicators of when you're losing that um, grip in terms of, of, of when aspects of you are taking over where spirit should be informing, um, then, then you're being manipulated and, and used for nefarious purposes. You're no longer a valid channel mechanism for other people be okay with that recognize that because because you're going to do damage to yourself and others if you operate in that fight or flight kind of protective stance um the and and this goes beyond the shielding conversation for those of you who are still shielding yourself then then you're limiting your potential okay so so recognize that when spirit moves through us no protection is needed, right? That's how we walk the world um, in it, but not of it. Very cool. Well, lots to think about. If you didn't get a chance to listen to Robert's interview, please go back and and listen to that. Even if you did perhaps review it, um, the uncomfortable truths in uncertain times. Um, and And then play this one again and really sit with like, am I willing in every situation, in every moment to say, who am I being right now? Who am I presenting as right now? Who is talking right now? That's going to do wonders for your ability to um, combat some of those programs of behavior that that perhaps are creating things in your existence that that your um, human aspect may not prefer and that aren't in line with um, your spiritual path. So sit with that for a little bit and and see how you feel about it. If you want deeper support, more content on these things. Um, if, you, if you're interested in teaching these concepts and stuff, you know, make sure you check out our programs. 
Um, it's a phenomenal body of work and um, it's different from what you're going to see in most places. And for those who it resonates with, it's a real clear resonance. Um, it's worth it to take a take a peek and, and just see if that might be you. If not, keep looking and, and you'll find what you're looking for. Again, go to superpowerexperts.com and click on the programs tab. We're so happy to meet you in those spaces. Um, until next time, folks, go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We love you. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.